Welcome to Prep Talk, the emergency management podcast. Find out what you need to know about preparedness, get all the latest tips from experts in the field, and learn what to do before the next disaster strikes. From the emergency management department in the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Omar Bourne and Allison Panisi. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening. I'm Omar Bourne. And I'm Allison Panisi. And you are our listeners. And as always, we thank you for joining us. We want you to come back as often as you can. So feel free to listen to Prep Talk on your favorite podcast provider. You can also follow us on social media, on our Twitter at NYC Emergency MGT, Facebook, Instagram, and much more. Allison, it is November and we are quickly approaching the holiday season. Thanksgiving is around the corner. And it is not only time for friends, family, turkey, and tofurkey, but it's also time for floats, balloons, and music. That's right, Omar. On Thanksgiving, New York City is home to one of the nation's biggest holiday celebrations, the 2019 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, both for the young and the young at heart. We have two special guests here today to talk about the coordination for such an anticipated event. But before we dive in, you know what time it is. Let us get you updated on the latest news in the emergency management field. Here's your Prep Talk Situation Report. All right, this is the Situation Report. Let's get started. All right, Allison, our first story is an interesting one. Some researchers from Denmark have come up with a new way to measure a hurricane's destruction, and it has nothing to do with money. They call it the area of total destruction. Now, looking at 247 hurricanes that hit the U.S. since 1900, the researchers found that the top 10% of hurricanes, those with an area of total devastation of more than 467 square miles, are happening 3.3 times more frequently. Now, experts generally measure a hurricane's destruction by adding how much damage it did to people and cities. However, that could overlook storms that are powerful but impact sparsely populated areas. Climate scientists have predicted and shown that higher temperatures in the ocean and the atmosphere, a result of burning coal, oils, and other fuels, are creating more extreme weather and storms. Thanks, Omar. Our next story, the mayor of Venice, Italy, recently called for a state of emergency and the closing of all schools as the city has experienced exceptionally high tides, the highest that's been seen in 50 years. So at six feet high, the flooding was the second highest in the city's history after disastrous flood of 1966, which peaked at more than six feet. Now, last year, 11 people died when sea levels rose above five feet during a period of severe weather. Italy has invested in a multi-billion dollar flood protection plan, but the offshore underwater dams have yet to be completed. Thank you, Allison. We have one more story for you. Sneezing, coughing, stuffy, tis the season where everyone seems to get sick. And health officials say there's already been a number of cases of the flu spotted around the five boroughs here in New York City. Now, officials are urging people to get their flu shot, especially the elderly, children, pregnant women, and those with compromised immune systems. Doctors also recommend taking steps to prevent the spread of illness, using hand sanitizer frequently, and staying home from work when you're sick. Thanks, Omar. And that is the Situation Report. Still to come, we will be talking with Chris Bannon, Senior Director of Operations for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and Frank McCartan, Deputy Commissioner of Operations here at New York City Emergency Management. 
But first, here is a public service announcement from New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. (gasps) Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. You're listening to Prep Talk, the emergency management podcast. That's right. You are listening to Prep Talk and we are back. Joining us for this episode are Chris Bannon, Senior Director of Operations for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and Frank McCartan, Deputy Commissioner of Operations at New York City Emergency Management. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Guys, so let's get right into it. 3.5 million spectators, more than 50 million viewers, and more than 8,000 participants. Chris, Let's start with you. What goes into planning such a spectacular event, and when do those plans begin? Well, believe it or not, we actually work on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade two years out. So simultaneously, we're working on year one and year two um, Mm. while as we plan ahead for multiple creative reasons. Um, Paired with that, it becomes a a pretty decent-sized team. Um, The brand entertainment team consists of a group of creatives, marketing, operation, and uh, our parade studio folks out in New Jersey that uh, develop and, and design and fabricate all of our parade elements, bits for the 4th of July fireworks, mm-hmm. our flower shows, and holiday exhibits all around the country. Wow, two years in advance. It's incredible. Yeah. So, Frank, the city has an excellent relationship with Macy's in working to coordinate the parade. So as Deputy Commissioner of Operations, can you explain to our listeners what does that coordination look like? So we work very closely with Macy's and all the different city agencies uh, to lead that coordination amongst them all so that we're all talking. We work with the task force that we have looked at the, the balloons and the safety of the balloons. Uh, this year, there, as I understand, there are 13 new balloons that we've worked with uh, with Macy's on. <clears throat> and we, we have, um, uh, they've all been certified. We've gone to the balloon inflation. Uh, we went to their practice. Um, there's a, a tremendous amount of um, safety involved, and we work with the NYPD on that. And the way the, the balloons are flown for that day are all based on wind. That goes into our weather monitoring, right? So we work very closely with the National Weather Service. We have a weather uh, meteorologist on site in our command truck for that mm-hmm. morning um, that gives the, um, the uh, incident commander, the NYPD, uh, the weather forecast with the wind speeds. And you mentioned uh, the NYPD, and I know we work closely with them to ensure a robust security plan is in place for the parade. There's usually a press conference to discuss those security measures. So talk about the steps that make security a top priority for such a massive event. Yeah, security and and safety is always a top priority for us at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, The plans are constantly monitored, tweaked, redefined, you know, leading up to and even during game day. 
it's something that we we're in lockstep with all city agencies on, mm-hmm. and it's something that we take uh, very seriously. Um, from the very visible presence that you see, I tell everybody you can't walk down a parade route and w- without bumping into a cop, you know, every six to eight feet. Yeah. Um, but that's all the stuff that's front of house. There's a lot of things happening behind the scenes as well that a lot of people aren't privy to. But I know that every city agency uh, makes it top priority to to ensure that hopefully you know, the parade route is the safest place to be on parade day. And if I could add also, Omar, we we put all the agencies together in, into agency command posts mm-hmm. uh, located um, on the parade route or off the parade route. Uh, that includes all the key agencies that are communicating for that day. Uh, we also then work to put somebody um, from our agency and, and some of the other agencies up in the Joint Operations Center for the NYPD. And then Macy's has a coordination center for the parade production stuff, uh, and we put somebody in that. So there's, a, there's, there's that communication coordination leading that up across all bounds, uh, and we're monitoring everything that goes on that day on the parade route, working with Macy's and the partners, um, and also on the NYPD. Okay, so we've talked about planning and coordination, but I imagine there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work happening in the parade studio, as Chris, you mentioned before, with dozens of artists, painters, and animators. Tell us a little bit more about that. Oh, absolutely. The parade studio folks are hard at work uh, putting the finishing touches on all our parade elements for this year. So uh, at this point in the game, it's pretty much a 24-7 operation for everybody across the board on the Macy's branded entertainment team side. They've worked for months to design and develop probably some of the coolest floats I've seen uh, since, and I think everyone's in for for a real treat. So at this point, everyone's just getting all the elements into position and uh, getting them all set for convoy, which is when we transport all of our parade elements from New Jersey out in Munaki through the Lincoln Tunnel and up to starting line. Uh, on the overnight. So that's where we're at. Chris, I'm excited about the parade. Tell me and Allison and our listeners a little about what floats they could expect to see. I remember last year we were at the parade and we took some photos with, uh, I know Ronald McDonald was there. It's just an amazing and spectacular event. So, so what can people look forward to this year? Some bigger and better floats uh, that you probably have ever seen. Uh, one that stands out and comes to mind immediately is our new coach float. It's really something to be seen. Um, that, Cracker Barrel, and of course, our new Lego float, where you could be on the lookout for my 11-year-old boy out there. <laughs> Whoa, you got a Cracker Barrel float? Cracker Barrel float. My goodness. Because I love Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Who does love Cracker Barrel? Right? Okay. But I can tell you what my favorite is. My favorite is the Santa Claus. Anytime you see Santa Claus coming down and making that right hand right hand turn on 31st Street, mm-hmm. it just gives you chills. You know, I can remember watching the parade as a little kid and my mom having a little tear in her eye when she was so Santa. So uh, that's the best, right? Then you know it's then then you know it's the season starting. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, that's right. And and we've been. We've been right, right there. there. <laughs> so yeah, that it gives you chills. It gives, it gives you chills. You chills. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, where are some of the best places in New York City to see the parade? And what time should viewers get there? Well, that's a weighted question. It all depends on how early you want to get out there. <laughs> um, so the parade does step off at 9 a.m. at 77th Street in Central Park West. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said before, 3.5 million spectators along the route. So you can anticipate folks kind of queuing up a little bit earlier up on the Central Park West and Central Park South areas. As we make our way down 6th Avenue, obviously, there's more room on both sides of the streets. So that tends to fill up a little bit later, more towards the 6 to 7 a.m. hour. We really don't recommend viewing below 37th Street because that's where the floats are. Uh, t- are deemed into the quiet zone and getting ready for actual television performances. 
Gotcha. And are there special access points for people with disabilities who may want to go see the parade? Yes, of course. We have a ADA viewing location, which is located on 59th Street and 6th Avenue. Uh, we partner with a group called YAI Audiences, um, and they're in, they're in coordination with NYPD to, uh, to coordinate access to that, to that area. Fantastic. And if I wanted to get a sneak peek of your balloon inflation, where do I go? Well, that's one of my favorites, balloon inflation, to be honest. Um, it's an event that's grown over the course of the years, and it's something that uh, I know everyone gets excited about. Um, on Wednesday, November 27th, it's open to the public. Another free event here in New York. Um, doors open at 1 p.m. We try to direct people down to the entry point, which is 73rd Street and Columbus Avenue. From there, you'll be shuttled into, into the queue, and then you'll be able to get a good glimpse at all the balloons for 77th Street and 81st Street. So last year, New York City Emergency Management and Macy's teamed up to introduce a short code to make it easier for spectators to get information about the festivities. Is there a short code this year and what type of information can people expect and how can they sign up? Yes, there is actually. The short code for this year is the word Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and it can be texted to 692-692. And the information they'll be getting is weather conditions, um, the timing of the, of the parade, when it steps off, when it's over, any type of pertinent information. We'll work with Macy's to get out that script ahead of time. And then, God forbid, if something happens, we'll have a way in which we'll be able to communicate, uh, a secondary way of communicating with people, right? We have our uh, Notify NYC, mm-hmm. uh, and that's just another way in which we can be able to uh, send information to the public. Mm-hmm. And as we like to say, if you don't know, now, now you, you know. know. That's right. There you go. <laughs> So ways of staying informed. Now I need to be informed. Chris, you need to help me out here. What big performers and stars can we expect for the 2019 parade? Well, there's no shortage of stars this year. We have the Black Eyed Peas, the band Chicago, country singer Chris Jansen, uh, Leah Michelle, the cast of Sesame Street will be there with us, K-pop band NCT 127. Now, K-pop is big. I, huge. <laughs> I don't know who it's huge. this band is, but I, I can rest assured that there will be tons of fans out there for mm-hmm. this K-pop band. Yeah, Billy Porter will be out there as well with us. Kelly Rowland and uh, TLC, too. So. Oh, I know my oh. niece will be looking for the Muppets, you know. Yeah. Oh, Elmo, yeah. you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll look for the Muppets. I mean, <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. Actually, I also like seeing the, the Rockettes, to be Perfectly honest, that's always my favorite thing to see. Besides Santa Claus, as yeah, Frank mentioned earlier, TLC, uh, no scrubs, no, like no that. scrubs, no, no scrubs allowed at the break. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we were talking to Orlando, uh, who works press for Macy's, before we we came on air, and he mentioned a huge name, Allison, uh, one that I am excited about, along with TLC, Celine Dion. Oh. Yeah. I can confirm that is true. Celine yeah. Dion will be in our parade this year. Oh, my goodness. You I, heard it on Prep Talk. You well, heard it here first. I know where I'll be sitting with you watching for that uh, uh, float to go by. Huh? Of course. Of course. <laughs> I, you know what? I might hop on and, and start singing with her. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. If Orlando will allow me to, I definitely will be there. <laughs> He's shaking his head no. He said no. <laughs> so if there are any bands or performance groups that are interested in participating in next year's parade, how do they go about doing that? How, do, is there a special way to apply? Actually, yeah, there's a pretty comprehensive website, macy's.com backslash parade. As I mentioned before, we're usually booking about two years out. So I'd be mindful of any applicants that they'd probably be applying for the 2020, 2021 parade at this juncture. 
So any last words for our listeners about this year's parade? Frank, we'll start with you. I, I think just come prepared. Um, you know, there are crowds. Uh, take your time. Get there early if you can. Uh, dress for the weather. Um, you know, keep an eye on what the weather is going to be. Uh, and just come and enjoy it because it's the most wonderful experience you can have in New York City. I, I, I tell people all the time, it's one of the ones in which I look forward to and to work besides New Year's Eve. Uh, and, the, and, and the Macy's uh, fireworks, of course, is another one. Good save, but, right? Uh, <laughs> but uh, I have to tell you, it's, uh, it's enjoyable. And, and to be able to walk the route and, and to see the children's eyes, you know, pop at these things um, is, is, is tremendous. You know, uh, I spend a little time out of the city and uh, part of my career. And one of the things that I, I missed is to see that, that parade and be part of that parade. Uh, and to work with such great people um, and coordinate that. I mean, that's really what it's all about. And we have, like you said earlier, Omar, just a great relationship and a great working uh, relationship um, with the Macy's Corporation over the years. So I look for putting on a, another great parade with these guys. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, and, and right back at you, Frank, I mean, our partnership with all the city agencies really takes a village to pull off what it is that we do. So our sincerest thanks to all the agencies that participate, because I know that um, everyone really does get excited about it. And we do welcome you all to come out and join us um, on, on Thanksgiving morning to check out the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And, you know, there's a tremendous team behind that works on this. My, my entire team that we work together with the Macy's Corporation to make sure that we, you know, put our best foot forward when working with them. So there's many hours of long walkthroughs, there's many hours of meetings. So they, there's a whole team behind me and my staff working for the commissioner to make sure we pull it off. Uh, with uh, great coordination. And it all comes together well. And for those of our listeners who may not be able to make it to New York City to view the parade in person, where can they tune in? They can tune into NBC at 9 a.m. on Thanksgiving morning. If you don't know, now you know. You're listening to Prep Talk, the emergency management podcast. All right, and it's rapid response time. And if you are a first-time listener, it's very simple. Omar and I will ask questions, and our guests will give the first answer that comes to mind. It's time for Prep Talk Rapid Response. All right, Chris, let's start with you. What is one winter emergency item you cannot live without? My shovel. Frank, how about you? My flashlight, in case the power goes out. Good. Good answer. Okay, so what is your favorite Thanksgiving Day movie or TV episode? Chris, we'll start with you. That's easy. Miracle on 34th Street. Christmas Vacation. Uh, and let's get one more in here. What is your favorite Thanksgiving Day dish? I'll go with stuffing. Can't go wrong Can't with go stuffing. Wrong with yeah, that. you're right. That's right. Patty McCartan's sausage stuffing. My mom's stuffing is phenomenal. All right, and final question. Sum up the work you do in one word, Chris. Detailed. Rewarding. Both great answers. We want to thank you both for being here. Uh, Chris, thank you very much uh, for the work you do with this parade. Frank, uh, with the coordination as well. Looking forward to a spectacular 2019 Thanksgiving Day Parade. I'm looking forward to Celine Dion. Allison, what about you? I'm just looking forward to the magic that is the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Omar. Thanks, Allison. As a reminder to our listeners, you can text the word Thanksgiving to 692-692. That's Thanksgiving to 692-692 for updates on this year's parade, and we hope to see you there. From all of us here at Prep Talk, we wish you and your families a very happy Thanksgiving. That's this episode of Prep Talk. 
If you like what you heard, you can listen anytime online or through your favorite RSS feed. Until next time, stay safe and prepared.